We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's going on, Raptors Nation? Luca here, back with the Raptors Nation podcast. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. It is Thursday, September 7th. It is officially NFL kickoff for those football fans out there. And we do have a lot to talk about for today's show. The NBA season is fast approaching. It will begin next month. But there's been a lot of stuff going on. Of course, we've had the FIBA World Cup. We're down to our Final Four with that. We've had some Raptors news as well as Zach Lowe recently made some remarks on his podcast, so I definitely want to talk about that. Before we dive right into it, please do me a solid. Hit a like on the video over here on YouTube and subscribe to the Raptors Nation YouTube channel for all things Raptors. And if you are listening to this on Apple iTunes, please leave us a five-star review and do the same for Spotify as well. It would be greatly appreciated. So we are going to begin today's show by talking about Team Canada, what they've been able to do has been nothing short of spectacular. Team Canada has advanced to the FIBA World Cup semifinals as Team Canada is guaranteeing their best finish at the World Cup. They are just one win away from guaranteeing themselves a medal. And Canada's last podium appearance at a major senior basketball tournament was in 1986. It was a bronze at the Women's World Cup. But then you have to go back 50 years before that to the 1936 Olympics for the men's team's last medal. So it's been quite some time for Team Canada meddling. And Team Canada, they've been making history. Let's go back to a game before this Slovenia contest when Canada beat Spain, the world number one, knocked them out of the tournament, and Canada not only made it to the quarterfinals, but they also officially clinched a spot in next year's Olympics. Canada qualifying for the Olympics for the first time since 2000. It's been that long. Yes, years of misery, years of just coming up short finally came to an end as Canada will be playing in the Olympics next summer and they will be hoping to medal in that tournament as well. The last time Canada was in 
the Olympics, 2000. You had Steve Nash leading the way, Todd McCullough. It's been a long time coming. 23 years later, this Canadian men's basketball team finally showing that they belong with the world's best. And man, have they been doing a stellar job during this tournament. They just beat Luka Doncic and Slovenia to advance to the semifinals. And this was a game that Canada, they controlled in the second half. This was a tight game in the first half. I mean, Slovenia and Canada were going back and forth, trading blows, and it looked like that, you know, this was going to come down to the wire. But then Canada made a nice run in the third quarter, which really busted this game open for them. And then Luka Doncic got ejected with around six minutes left. But at that point, Canada had a sizable lead as Canada beat Slovenia 100-89. to And now they will have a date with Serbia in the semifinals. There's no Jokic for Serbia, but definitely don't sleep on Serbia. They've been playing tremendous this tournament. And if Canada can beat Serbia, they are guaranteed a medal. You look at what potentially awaits Canada. They're going to have either Germany or USA on the other side if Canada can indeed get to the final. But what this Canadian men's basketball team has been able to do is just amazing. I mean, you look at Shea Gilgis Alexander in particular. He has really become the superstar of this team. Shea had 31 points to go with a team high, 10 rebounds and four assists in their latest one against Slovenia. Whenever you have somebody like Shea shining, outshining Luka Doncic, you know you're playing at a very high level. And speaking of Doncic, he did speak highly about Canada. And another guy who stepped up for Team Canada, who has grown on me, is Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks hounded Doncic into an 8-for-20 shooting night. And Dylan Brooks came up with timely made shots, timely threes. And let's not forget, Canada would not be in this spot without Dylan Brooks hitting that huge three late against Spain, which tied up the game before Shea put Canada ahead with that jumper. So you got to give a ton of credit to Team Canada's captain right now, Shea. You got to give a lot of credit to these role players, especially Dylan Brooks. Right now, he is talking the talk, talking the trash. But I don't care if Dylan Brooks talks trash as long as he backs it up. And he has been backing it up during this FIBA World Cup. And I loved it because Dylan Brooks is a character. I mean, every time this guy does something, it seems to go viral. So Luka Doncic was not the only one who got ejected. Brooks actually got ejected in the game as well. And then Brooks was hilariously waiting for his Team Canada teammates in the hallway with boxing gloves. And then greeted them after Canada secured the win. I have no idea what Brooks was trying to do, but this dude was in the hallway with boxing gloves. And, I mean, Dylan Brooks is a character. So, you look at Team Canada, they are one win away from guaranteeing themselves a medal. One win away from making it to the final. And boy, oh boy, would it be something if we do, in fact, get Team Canada versus Team USA on Sunday. I don't want to look ahead. Because this is going to be a tough game for Team Canada against Serbia. But at the same time, if Canada can win this game, in all likelihood, I mean, barring a major upset, one of the biggest upsets in tournament history from Germany, Team USA should advance. That would be a spectacle on Sunday. Because you talk about 
the two countries in this tournament with the most NBA players, number one is USA, number two is Team Canada. And I'm so excited about what's next for Canada, not only for the rest of this tournament, because they have a chance to win it all in the final four, which is just amazing in its own right. But what's to come next year in the Olympics? Because you're talking about a Team Canada that is without two key pieces, and they hope to have them for next year's Olympics in Paris. Two NBA champions, Andrew Wiggins and Jamal Murray. Team Canada has all of a sudden become a loaded country with NBA talent galore. They got stars. They got tremendous role players. They got the continuity. And again, this team has come a long way. And you cannot discredit what Jordy Fernandez has done. He does- We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Deserves a ton of credit too. And I got to give him a huge shout out because what he's been able to do with this program, he has really gotten the most out of this bunch. And you know, guys before him, Nick Nurse, Jay Triano, they're looking at what Jordy Fernandez is doing and they're proud because Jordy is definitely going to get an NBA head coaching position sooner rather than later. He almost got it this past offseason when he was one of the finalists for the Raptors. But Jordy Fernandez is right now making history with Team Canada. And let's see if they can continue to make history and punch their ticket to the final. The game's going to be early. Set your alarms. Tip-off is, I believe, 4.30 a.m. Eastern time. As Canada tries to make it to the FIBA World Cup final for 2023. So we will see how Team Canada fares. But if Shea continues to play how he's been playing and the other guys keep doing what they're doing, I can't see Canada losing. But again, do not sleep on Serbia. That has been a team that has not missed the beat without Nikola Jokic. All right, we are going to move on now and get into some Raptors news. Uh, It was not really hard news, but it did catch my attention. And it does involve former Raptor Norman Powell. So Norman Powell appeared in a recent Fixed Media Network interview. You could catch it over on YouTube. And he opened up about being hurt by the trade that sent him to the Portland Trailblazers. Of course, that is how the Raptors got themselves Gary Trent Jr. They got Gary Trent Jr. by trading Norman Powell. And this is what Powell said, and I quote, I didn't want to leave Toronto. I didn't want to leave Toronto from being dead serious. I wanted to stay. I always felt that that team we had, the youth that we had, that core that we had, 
could have been what Boston is now. If you kept us all together, that young core we were rocking with in Toronto, we always thought we were going to be the next up. When I got traded, it hurt. It hurt Fred Van Vliet too. I didn't want to leave Toronto. I thought we had something special. So Norman Powell is now on the Los Angeles Clippers, and he has been a key piece for the Clippers. But this is a couple years removed now from the trade, and it's interesting because Norman Powell still believes in his heart that he wanted to be with the Raptors. And this is interesting on two fronts. Number one, he was hurt because he didn't want to leave. And it just shows you how much he loved being in Toronto and how well the fans received him here. And the other side of it is Norman Powell with some very, very high praise of what he believes the Raptors could have become if they had kept their core together, including him. Says that the Raptors could have been what Boston is now. Of course, Boston, they have been one of the best teams, if not the best team in the Eastern Conference over the last few seasons. Yes, they came short in terms of winning it all. They fell short to the Golden State Warriors in the 2022 NBA Finals, but Boston has been a staple of success. You're talking about a team that's made it to, what, three of the last four Eastern Conference Finals. They made it to the Finals that year against the Warriors. Looked like they were going to beat the Warriors. And the Boston Celtics are finding themselves, it seems, year in and year out with a chance to win the championship. Atop of the East, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, the superstar duo. And coming into this season, Boston is one of the favorites, if not the favorite, to win the NBA championship. They made the big trade for Kristaps Porzingis. Tatum and Brown, you know they are due. Jalen Brown signed that huge contract extension. Boston is going to once again be a threat and in all likelihood, the one, if not at the very least two seed in the Eastern Conference. So it's interesting that Norman Powell believes that he saw his version of the Raptors with guys like Fred, guys like Siakam as being that staple in the East that could have competed at a high level and made it to Eastern Conference finals and NBA finals and competed for championships. Now, do I agree with that statement? I mean, Boston is very talented. You're talking about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Both of those guys are really good in their own right. You can make a case that Jason Tatum is a legitimate superstar, and Jalen Brown is right there. And, of course, when you look at guys like Van Vliet and Siakam, first talented as they are, they do have their shortcomings. I don't know if I agree with that, because Boston, I think, are a tier in their own. And if the Raptors had... If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Markep Powell, would the Raptors have made it to the Eastern Conference Finals and even an NBA Finals? It would have been incredibly tough. But at the same time, I can appreciate what Powell said because he clearly loved his time here in Toronto. And the fans, I mean, they loved everything Powell gave to this team. And, and Powell was a tremendous boost from off the bench, especially during the Raptors' championship run. And it was one of those bittersweet things because when the Raptors had traded Powell, their intention was to try to offload him to get a younger version of him on a cheaper deal. And essentially, they did do that with Gary Trent Jr. And you look at the production, it's been very similar. Gary Trent Jr. linear to what Powell has done over the last couple of seasons. So I still think, looking back at it now, it was a very good trade for the Toronto Raptors. But of course, when you hear things like this, the fan in you comes out. And you feel for a guy, especially when he says that he was hurt by a trade and he didn't want to get traded. But listen, at least Powell was able to win a championship with the Raptors in 2019. He was a part of that. And what's interesting, too, is Powell's saying all this while he's on the Los Angeles Clippers, who are viewed as a championship contender. So even though Powell is still with the Clippers, he still has his heart in Toronto. So, yeah, what do you guys think? Let me know in the comment section down below. Do you think the Raptors could have become what Boston is now? All right, we're going to move on here. And speaking of former Raptors, we're going to stick to that theme with this topic. Former Raptor Danny Green signs with the Sixers. So this was pretty surprising. I mean, we had such a quiet time in the NBA offseason. And then a couple days ago, Woj breaks the news that Christian Wood signs with the Lakers. And then right after that, he breaks the news that Danny Green has signed with the Philadelphia 76ers. And this is actually going to be Green's second stint with the Sixers. He spent two seasons with Philadelphia back in 2020, 2021, and 2021-2022. And... Danny Green will be reunited with Nick Nurse. Yes, this is the first former Raptor who will be playing under Nick Nurse since Nick Nurse got hired by the Philadelphia 76ers. And the last time Danny Green played with Nick Nurse, he produced one of his best seasons of his career. He averaged 10.3 points per game, which is his third best single season mark. And he shot it on a blistering 45.5% from three-point range. And Green was able to stay healthy, the healthiest he's been in the last couple of years. He played in 80 games that season and in 27.7 minutes per contest. So I do like this pickup for Philadelphia. I think Nick Nurse is going to get the most out of the three-point shooting that Danny Green provides, and obviously he's going to bring that veteran presence, that championship pedigree. Danny Green has won three championships with three different franchises, joining a very short list with the Spurs, the Raptors, and the Lakers. And by the way, I wrote an article on RaptorsNation.com. Go check it out. And it was basically a piece on Green saying that he does prefer the Raptors ring over the Lakers one. Go check out the article to see why but yeah I do think this is going to be a nice get obviously Nick Nurse probably had a big say in this having coach Green before and if Philadelphia can get Green to just produce in a small sample size you know coming games hit shots provide that championship pedigree be a veteran presence veteran voice in the locker room I think this could end up being a big get for them of course Danny Green He's not going to play close to 30 minutes a night anymore, and he's definitely going to be on his last run in the NBA. But this could be one of those nice pieces as Philadelphia hopes that 
Green's championship history rubs off on them and they make their own title run for this season. So Raptors fans, it's going to be extra interesting now because not only will the Raptors have to go up against their former head coach, Nick Nurse, on October 28th, just the second game of the regular season, but they're now also going to have to go up against former Raptor and former champion with them, Danny Green. So that is definitely going to be a game that you want to circle on your calendar, Raptors fans. October 28th, Raptors will take on Nick Nurse and Danny Green, and we'll see who gets the win in that. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, we are going to conclude today's show, guys, with something that actually recently dropped today. Some comments Zach Lowe made on the Lowe podcast. And this is what Lowe said that caught my attention. And I quote, if something interesting happened in the next six weeks with the Raptors, I wouldn't be surprised. The Siakam stuff has died down, but his situation remains the same. OG is going to be a free agent. All the supporting of a Gary Trent Jr. extension coming but never happened. It is still happening. Is this still happening? There's a lot of balls in the air for the Raptors. So this is basically what we've been hearing in the news cycle all offseason for the Raptors. Is a trade coming? What are the Raptors going to do with their current situation? Are they really going to do what they did a season ago and enter the season without extending guys with the possibility of them losing them for nothing in the offseason? Nothing new here. This is all stuff that we know, and I guess this just adds to the confusion that remains with the Raptors. We kind of got past that, I feel, as fans, you know, over that, okay, it looks like the Raptors are not going to make any moves. They're going to run it back. We'll give this team the benefit of the doubt, and this is just reinforcing the fact that many people, especially outside of, you know, the Canadian landscape that look at this team with the U.S. lens still don't know what the Raptors are trying to accomplish and still don't know if it's a good idea that the Raptors are willing to go into the season without making major decisions and once again just letting this thing play out and hoping for the best because that's essentially what the Raptors are doing here, right? They have not traded Siakam. They have rejected trade proposals. The Atlanta Hawks won was something that was reported on a couple months ago, just about a month and a half ago. An OG and an OB extension still hasn't happened. You know, and he can become a free agent. There was a report about extending Gary Trent Jr. that hasn't happened yet. So the Raptors have a lot of these ifs still hovering their team when it comes to some major pieces. 
and they have not concretely made a decision about what they want to do. And that just stems to the whole overall picture of the Raptors not making a decision of what direction they want to take because the Raptors still haven't committed to a full rebuild. They still haven't necessarily shown that they're going for it. And they're kind of leaving this team, even keel without Fred Van Vliet, who they lost in free agency to the Houston Rockets. And it's almost one of those things like, okay, let's just see what this team can do. But the problem with that is the Raptors have done that the last few seasons now, especially last season. And they ended up getting burned at the end because not only do they have to give up one of their picks, their 2024 first round pick for next season, but they ended up losing Fred Van Vliet by playing that waiting game. So Zach Lowe is basically saying that he's looking at the next six weeks and he wouldn't be surprised if something has happened. I mean, that is usually what happens when it comes to a big trade or a big move being had whenever the off season or the buzz is at its quietest. That's usually when something big happens, but do I expect the Raptors to do something big over the next six weeks? I don't, I don't think the Raptors are going to trade Siakam over the next six weeks. I think they're going to let it run with him, see what he can do and then talk contract with him after if it makes sense. I don't think the Raptors are going to lock up OG. And I think they have to wait until October for them to do that. And then Gary Trent Jr., I think they're going to let it play out with him as well. So I don't think anything of substance will happen with this Raptors team over the next six weeks when it comes to trades or extensions. And we'll see at the end of the season if the Raptors, once again, made a huge critical mistake of leaving this thing to the end or if this whole situation magically works out for them and guys hit their strides and the Raptors, as constructed, have their best season yet and exceed all expectations. Masai Ujiri and Bobby Webster and Raptors management are banking on that, it seems. So, yeah, we'll see what happens with the Raps. But, again, the takeaway from this is a lot of people still scratching their head about what the Raptors are trying to accomplish in the grand scheme of things when there are major decisions on the horizon that need to be made but just haven't been made yet. So, We'll see what happens from this point on, but that is going to conclude today's show. Just wanted to talk about some of the latest. We touched on Team Canada, Norman Powell talking about his time with the Raptors, Danny Green signing with the Sixers, and Zach Lowe's latest comments on his podcast. Let me know your thoughts to today's pod down below. Again, drop a like on the video if you are watching it on YouTube, and please subscribe to the channel. Plus, ring the bell for more Raptors content over here on the Raptors Nation YouTube channel. And again, please leave us a five-star review over on Apple iTunes and Spotify. And by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed that intro at the beginning of today's show. Special shout-out to Lincoln, who made that very dope intro, in my opinion. So, that will wrap us up for today on this Thursday. I will catch you all again in the next video. Until next time, this is Luca signing off. Stay safe.